Father, give us the green grass that is free of all the Antichrist turds of this world that draws the flies. Tracks all these nasty flies, Lord. But we don't want these flies or nor these turds upon the green grass that you give us in Christ. We want to remain on this grass in peace and in unity. And without you, Lord, we are left with the stench of this world and the bite of these flies. And as we listen to you, as we look to you, our dear God and King, may we do our best in the power of your Holy Spirit to point others to this sacred green grass that you have blessed us with by your blood. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, yesterday, prior to going on my prayer walk, I felt that the darkness was growing. And I'm sure that many of you would agree with me that the darkness is not only growing, it is getting rather thick in our time. I felt it in the air. It was almost as if I could cut it with a knife prior to my prayer walk. And I said, I got to go out and get on that trail and pray. And that's what I did yesterday. And as I was walking and as I was talking with the Lord, I seen the light. I felt the warmth of the light. And you're not going to make it, my friend. You're not going to make it without this light. You will not find the peace that I preach to you today without the light of Christ. We must spend time in his word. And that is what we are going to do today. In the word of God. And by God's grace. I pray that you too will decide to walk with the Lord today. And that you will talk with him. For we serve a mighty God. And I bring you before the Lord. In prayer I bring you TikTokers before the Lord. I bring you YouTubers before the Lord. I pray that you have the peace of Christ. That passes all understanding that I have today. We read in the book of Numbers. Chapter 27 and verse 5, that Moses did exactly that. He brought the cause of the people before the Lord. In verse 5, and Moses brought their cause before the Lord. Pray for one another. I don't know what you're going through right now as you tune into this, as you scroll, as you may only get a few seconds. I don't know what you're going through, but the Lord does, and I bring your cause before the Lord on these prayer walks. Swamp Dweller on Gab replied and says, I cannot agree more. I seem to spend every spare moment I have seeking scripture and sermons on scripture. I, can, I cannot explain this strong, compelling urge to immerse myself in as much of his word as possible. She says, I feel like a fanatic. I would have made fun of someone like me three years ago and probably ran from them. <laughs> Well, nothing's new, my sister in Christ. I have people scrolling right past me right now on TikTok and on social media. <laughs> they don't stick around very long as we preach the word of God. John's 41 replied to Swamp Dweller and says, The compelling of the Holy Spirit is awesome. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will compel you to stick around more than a few seconds on this feed today, my friends. A disciple J.J. concerning this darkness says, Amen. I was at my church today and the secretary said everything just feels so demonic and that she's been in a funk lately. 
Then she mentioned that she hadn't been reading her Bible regularly like she used to. It seemed that a light bulb went off and she vowed to get back to daily Bible reading. It makes such a palpable difference. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, this is why I'm preaching the Bible to you today. Because it does make a difference. If you spend time in the Word of God... You will be revived. You will be strengthened by the blood of Jesus Christ, which makes the green grass grow. Amy Jo, she says, I've been under attack, leaving me fearful and can't even sleep. We pray for you, and I bring your cause before the Lord. Amy Jo, as you continue to grieve the loss of your husband who is now with the Lord, but we can rejoice that he found the green grass. Of Christ. And he found peace with God. Before he left this world. Ethan says. I left Gab about six months ago. And I came back to this kind of spiritual encouragement. And hard truths. And that is what I wish to preach to you today. Is the hard truth of the word of God. Not the soft truth that you want to hear. The feel good truth. That lasts as much as a sugar high. I want to give you the hard truth that endures to the end. That will endure through any storm of your life. That will give you hope. That will give you peace. I found this green grass that I speak to you about today. And it's only been greener ever since. I found it in 1993. Some of you may not even been born then. But I was born again. Psalms 23, 2, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. I don't find these still waters in the financial realm that brings anxiety. So many are experiencing anxiety over the financial realm. I suppose that's why I hate financials. So I'm definitely not a financial advisor. But God has always provided for me to be able to pay my bills. But I'll tell you this, as it pertains to the green grass and the peace that I speak of you today, I don't find that the stonk gods are giving this peace out anytime soon. It seems to be so predictable at this point. Every Monday, the stonk gods give the sheeples a little bit of green so that they can bleed them red the rest of the week. And I'm done. Feeling sorry for these types of losses at this point. Because what is it to gain the whole world and to lose your own soul, the Lord asks. Unless the Lord opens your eyes and your ears, you will keep running into walls. Never finding the green grass that I speak to you about today. And that is the reason why I entitled today's message, number 144, The Green Grass. It seems that Paul found this grass in 1 Corinthians 11.1. He says, be you followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, I am not looking for followers. I am looking for others to follow Jesus with me. And unless the spirit of almighty God opens your eyes, you can read the Bible from front to back. Every single page, every single word, every single letter. But you will not understand the way of salvation unless the Spirit of God speaks to your heart and mind. And what happens? We have the religious blind continuing to lead the religious blind. 
I do believe this was the point that our brother Rick P. woke to reality on Gab was trying to make yesterday. Swamp Dweller replies to this. She says, that is how I know this is real and I am not crazy, a crazy nut like I always thought of people like me. I had no belief in God. I did not ask for it. I did not seek it. Reading the Bible was like reading Hebrew text to me, like a Shakespeare-authored cult book. I did not like it. This hit me like a ton of bricks and completely knocked me off my feet. I understand when I read now, and it's like I am a completely different person. I can't explain it, but it feels like I operate on a different plane than before. Like I'm outside of this world, but yet still in it. Nothing is the same for me. TV disgusts me. Songs disgust me. And I see darkness in so many things now that I used to be all in the middle of. I don't know how I can be so different when I never even tried to change. I ask why all the time, but I don't think I will ever understand why he chose me the way that he did. And then a little revival began in the response thread to Swamp Dweller. Chris Sainz says, your story is a prime example of true Christianity. The word transforms. May God continue to bless you, brother. Well, Chris, she's a sister. Following Christ has been lonely as of late, Chris says. As I kneel at the altar of our Lord, I am despised and rejected even within the church. But I will turn neither to the left hand nor to the right. I will continue to follow Jesus. Amen, my brother. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Stay on the green grass. Robert E. Bob 135 says it's just amazing. It is the power of the Holy Spirit now living inside of you. Just don't forget to complete your salvation by accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior. God bless you, he says. Jesus Christ is the one that completes our salvation by faith. It is the gift of God. Shane 401 says he chose you because he loves you enough to die for your sins and mine. All we have to do is receive his gift of life and salvation. Acknowledge him. As God's only begotten son. We can't earn it. It's truly a gift for all who will receive it. Shane says. And he says welcome to the family of God. Dig into his word. This battle is for real. And only God can and will win it. <laughs> some people get it. Why is this my friends? That some get it and some don't. Well we know who's on the green grass. And who's not. B-Dub says, the wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. He says, being honest is all your my creator needs to bring forth his righteous behavior through us in this doomed planet. He says, sometimes I wish I could see this unfallen state in the universe. But that's not our lot. He says our lot is to accept Christ's character as ours and let his spirit shine through us by faith alone. Here's another brother in Christ that gets it. Galatians 4.16 on Gab says, Amen. We are new creatures in Christ. It happened to me too. Growing up Catholic turned me away from the church and Jesus. 
She says, when COVID hit, I felt hopeless and scared, but then I realized so much about this world is a lie and the only truth is found in Christ. She says, I can't stomach worldly things now either. This dear sister in Christ is swatting flies that attempt to invade her green grass in Christ. Keep swatting them, my dear sister. Pam says, me too. God bless you and continue to see what he wants you to see. So brother Rick P had made a great point concerning this ability to be able to see the things of God as we read the word of God by the blessed and Holy Spirit without the blessed and Holy Spirit. It's just another book to us that sits on a shelf and collects dust. But we know that Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We know that 2 Timothy 3, 15 says, And from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And some of you that are scrolling by today on social media know this. You were raised up in a Christian home. You were taught the holy scriptures. And they may have yet to make you wise unto salvation by faith in Christ Jesus. But it is my prayer. And I bring you before the Lord. I bring your cause before the Lord. That you too would be saved. That you too would be upon this green grass of peace that I speak of today. This faith does not come without the illumination of the Holy Spirit of God. Galatians 5, 5, For we, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. The Word of God is the revelation of Jesus Christ. The Bible is the revelation of Jesus Christ in the Old and New Testaments. And this is why we must open it. It's a book. It is written, my friends. Jesus himself, 18 times at least in the New Testament, says it is written. So yes, the Bible is the written word of God. I myself have recorded my personal testimony in Christ in a book called The Soldier's Progress. And it speaks of my calling in my walk with the Lord. Well, the Lord Jesus wrote a book as well concerning his testimony and what he has done and what he will do, and it's called the Bible. The revelation of Jesus Christ, also known as the Word of God. It is written, my friend, the Bible is the written Word of God. If Jesus did not consider the Bible to be his Word, he would have not told Satan in rebuke, it is written. He would not have said, 18 times in the New Testament, it is written. It's well over 60 times in the Old and New Testaments do we see the phrase, it is written. These are the scriptures, my friends, that sit on so many shelves and collect dust. And then you wonder why you do not have peace in your life. Open the book, my friends. Now do you know why that I preach the Bible, that which is written, because it leads to the green grass that I speak of today. Swamp Dweller 
She's on a roll on the comment section. Spirit of the Lord speaking to her heart. She says, I cannot agree more. I seem to spend every spare moment that I have seeking scripture and sermons on scripture. She can't explain the strong, compelling urge to immerse herself in the word of God. She feels like a fanatic. And then someone posts on a prayer of salvation that I wrote and says, it's not recorded in the Bible. Yeah, well, either the communication and communion with Christ called prayer is in your heart, mind, and soul by faith, or it is not. You're not going to find this type of a relationship by turning pages in a Bible and reading words just to read words. These words must be alive to you that causes you to pray and to call out to, to the Lord, knowing that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This word of God is recorded in my heart. And I read it. And it inspires me to come before you today to preach the very word of God. I came across an article. I talked about this in the last couple of episodes, Truth Social. And I find that Truth Social is sort of like a dog turd that has been freshly laid in the yard and Within seconds, the flies swarm this single turd. Well, this single turd I find to be true social. As all the flies who rode upon the back of Trump and his presidency to elevate their own political and social media platform. As they feed upon this turd. They produce maggots. And they begin to grow with their so-called followers. But does their message improve? No, it does not, my friends. It's the same old crap called idolatry. And I'm not sure what is worse, Twitter, where the social media gods worship themselves, or Truth Social, where a god named Trump is worshipped. All I know is this, my friends, is the many times that I have seen the name of Trump invoked on this platform called True Social, if this were to occur in everyday life, if this was to occur with the name of Christ, where real truth is found in the word of God, there would be revival in America again. All I know is that Trump invocation is what you call an antichrist contender. Or at the very least, a forerunner. So do not get excited, my friends, when demons proclaim the name of Jesus. Luke 8, 28, when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him. And with a loud voice, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of God most high? I beseech thee, torment me not. Here is a demon giving more respect to the king of kings and the Lord of lords than the average American today. Because if you have not figured it out by now, these demons are not taking you, nor are they leading you to the green grass that I preach to you today. Now, they may lead you to the kind you smoke in hell, that sort of green grass, but not the grass in heaven. 
Not the grass in heaven, my friends. B-Dub on Gab says he's only worshipped as a Pied Piper. Speaking of Trump, he says all the good he did was trumped by his knowledge of the body ecosystem, which is zero. He says in his opinion, as well as the organized power of the unelected career bureaucrat. Well, this is what's clear to me. All I know is this, is that those who bow before him have a personal agenda. They ride him like a stonk, hoping to hit green. You're not, you might as well just smoke the stuff that I talked about being smoked in hell. Because that's the only green you're going to see if you continue to follow these politicians who do not follow Christ. As Paul followed Christ, as I seek to follow Christ. The church had told me one time, said, our church doesn't talk about politics. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this, church, I wouldn't either if you wouldn't idolize politicians because I hate politics. But I hate idolization of politicians even more who call themselves, by those who call themselves Christians. We read in Psalm 144, 3 through 4 today, Lord, what is man that thou takest knowledge of him or the son of man that thou makest account of him? Man is like the vanity, his days are as a shadow that passeth away. And speaking of politicians, if Marjorie Taylor Greene, if I said her name right, threw a hand grenade, there's no doubt that shrapnel would hit the target with the statement that she made on Twitter today. She said it's time for an American revival. A revival of country, church, and our mindset. Says the hardworking people of America have been abused for too long by our corrupt government, told what to think by our arrogant media, and led astray by our evil culture. It's time, she says. Now, at the very least, I would tweak her statement to begin with getting the church straight, but this would require a revival of a personal mindset. And then... Our families, no doubt. And then the country will be turned around, my friends. But we must get our hearts right, our minds right, our souls right, and our families straight. And if it does happen, all I know is this. That if this ship turns around, that these feminists and LGBTQ are going back to the Stone Ages because they have wreaked nothing but havoc on this nation. Because they have bowed to the Antichrist as Antichrist, as rebellions against the Lord Almighty. And I bring their cause before the Lord as well. I bring the cause of their souls before the Lord and I pray for them. Libs of TikTok had posted a post concerning an insurance agency by the name of State Farm. And said, sent out a mass email to their staff today stating we will no longer support that program after they were exposed for supporting a project to push LGBTQ books into schools. They say a source tells me the agents were really upset when they found out. Well, I'm glad that they were upset. Because I saw a Yahoo article that stated that they were trying to push these, this agenda and these books upon kindergartners. I hope that these businesses come to mind. What they fail to understand, whether they care or not, is that the LGBTQ and these antichrists do not have the buying power in this country. 
maybe the Antichrist do now, collectively, but the LGBTQ alone don't. You want to know where you, what you will find on the green grass, my friends? None of this chaos. None of this anarchy. You're going to find harmony. You're going to find harmony in your life. You're going to find harmony in your family, in your church, in your state, and in your nation. If we will trust in Christ once again. We read about this harmony today in the hierarchy even of the home that the Antichrist want to destroy. We read in verse 3 of 1 Corinthians 11, but I would have you to know that the head of every man is Christ. And the head of the woman is the man. And the head of Christ is God. No wonder they don't want you to be able to define what a woman is. No wonder they want to, want to reduce a man to a woman. It's Christ first. By the power of God, then man, then woman. I didn't write it. God did. It is written. Or 60 times... In the Bible, do we see this phrase, it is written. Verse 9, neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man. You're not going to hear the wokesters preach that one. You're not going to hear them preach that one at all. And for all you dictators that want to treat your wives as, as a piece of garbage, I said harmony, not dictatorship, knowing that Christ, that Christ is the head of the home. And that man and woman is complete together under the power of Christ and the, his Holy Spirit. Verse 11 through 12. Nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man in the Lord. For as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman, but all things of God. This is where the green grass is found, my friends. What does all this mean? It means that I love my wife, and guess what? She loves me back because we love Christ together. Praise to his holy name. As for concentrating on hairstyles and the length thereof, we might want to concentrate on a few other things first. Read in verse 16, But if any man seem to be contentious, we have no such custom, neither the churches of God. But I will tell you this, my friends, it does behoove a man to look like a man. It behooves a woman to look like a woman because it's biblical and because it's written. We must look to the written word of God. Otherwise, we're going to see, continue to see divisions and heresies that will destroy our local churches in our land. Verse 17 through 19, now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not that you come together. Not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when you come together in church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. For there must be also heresies among you, that they, that they which are approved may be manifest among you. If these divisions and heresies are not addressed by the local church, you get a local America, where the grass is not green, it's completely torched. The American grass is torched, my friends, without repentance. America has become a place 
not only where the judgment of God is not taken seriously, the communion of Christ is blasphemed. Verse 27 through 28, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of Christ. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. And yes, if you call yourself a Christian and are sleeping around or practicing abortion or preach abortion, you blaspheme the community of Christ. And that is the true definition of what it means to be a heretic. We read in Isaiah 49, 1 today, listen, O isles, unto me. And hearken, you people from far, the Lord hath called me from the womb, from the bowels of my mother hath he made mention of my name. So I have a question, Antichrist, where does life begin again? And if you have escaped the murderous hands of the Antichrist and are breathing today while being called a born-again Christian at the same time, you are chosen, my friend. And you are in the, on the green grass in Christ. Don't bring any turds to it. Along with the flies. Verse 7, thus saith the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and his Holy One, to whom man despiseth, to him whom the nation abhorreth, to a servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise. Princes also shall worship because of the Lord that is faithful and the Holy One of Israel, and he shall choose thee. Those who are chosen in Christ hear the voice of the Lord as we read the word of God. We hear him as he speaks to our hearts, our souls, and our mind as Swamp Dweller has spoken. She can't resist the voice of Almighty God, and neither can I. We know to get off of this green grass is to find anarchy and the disturbance of the peace that God has given us. Do you have this peace, my friends? Do you know the Lord? Verse 8, Isaiah 49, Thus saith the Lord, in an acceptable time have I heard thee, and in a day of salvation have I helped thee, and I will preserve thee, and give thee for a covenant of the people to establish the earth, to cause to inherit the desolate heritage. The covenant of Christ, the green grass of peace that we read about in Psalm 23. This is what I preach to you today. This is what I rejoice in. And I pray that you will rejoice with me, Christ friends, as we read in verse 13, Isaiah 49. Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth, and break forth into singing, O mountains, for the Lord hath comforted his people. And will have mercy upon his afflicted. God will never abort his people. God will comfort you, my friend, in your affliction. But we must find him on the green grass. Verse 15, can a woman forget her sucking child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee, saith the Lord. Your mother may have, your own mother may have abandoned you. 
You may have survived a botched attempt of abortion, but our God of heaven will never forget us. The Jews, the Gentiles, the barbarians, no, no one. He will forget none who are in Christ. Verse 22, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I will lift up my hand to the Gentiles and set up my standard to the people and they shall bring thy sons in their arms and thy daughters shall be carried upon their shoulders. May we not forget the Lord for he will never forget us. We are in a spiritual war, my friends. And every day that we breathe and every day that we walk, there is a pull that is trying to pull us away from the Lord, to try to get us to forget our God. The war is raging. And I bring this cause before the Lord that we would fight on so that others may find the peace that we have found in our lives upon the green grass that is only found in Jesus Christ. Psalm 144. Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. Lord, what is man that thou make, takest knowledge of him? Or the son of man that thou makest account of him? Man is like to vanity. His days are as a shadow that passeth away. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth lightning and scatter them. Shoot out thine arrows and destroy them. Send thy hand from above. Rid me and deliver me out of great waters from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speak vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God. Upon a psaltery and an instrument of ten strings will I sing praises unto thee. It is he that giveth salvation unto kings, who delivereth David his servant from the hurtful sword. Rid me and deliver me from the hand of strange children, whose mouths speak vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. That our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth, and that our daughters may be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of a palace. That our garners may be full, affording all manner of store. That our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our streets. That our oxen may be strong to labor, that, that there be no breaking in nor going out, that there be no complaining in our streets. Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.